0: Shambo, the podcast about unique competitions, extraordinary events, and other amazing adventures. I'm Kim. And I'm Ted. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my gosh. We have less than a month left in our laugh competition. That's right. I can't wait to talk to some of the competitors when we get down to finals. We're going to reach out and right. get to know some people. And I'm so curious how people are getting themselves to laugh.
1: Right. That's a hard thing to do.
0: It is. I can uncomfortably stare at someone long enough Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll start laughing. Even saying it makes me want to giggle a little (laughs) bit, but I know very few other ways to really get myself to laugh.
1: I think if I read autocorrect fails, I'm going to laugh every time.
0: Well, we don't care how you get yourself to laugh. Just get yourself to laugh and call our laugh line.
1: And that number is 470. I can't read that.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. That was good. I Olympics as it was.
1: I Olympics. What is the term you came up with for a
0: laugh? Oh, laugh-leet. Like an athlete right. who laughs.
1: Uh-huh. A laugh I told you I couldn't say that.
0: If you guys want to call the laugh line and enter, please call 470-705-0372.
1: Yeah. I remember you, you said you tried to make a fun word out of that, but nothing came up.
0: Yeah, because uh, zeros don't Um, have letters associated with them. (laughs) There's a lot of zeros in our (laughs) phone number. Next line will do better. Yes, indeed. So what you got going on today, Ted?
1: Oh, Kim, Kim, Kim.
0: What, what, what?
1: All right, this is a big one. Today's episode is the World Nomad Games. (laughs) The World Nomad Games... Covers such things as golden eagles, stick wrestling, Gilgamesh, goats, <laughs> and maybe minotaurs. There's a lot going on There's with the a world lot all games. of words.
0: I don't know. Right. What was that last one?
1: Minotaurs.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Kinda.
0: You know. All right. Yeah. Magical creatures.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, before we get started, one interesting thing is I. My friend Tim Finnegan, who you know, he brought the World Nomad Games to me because of a pretty dramatic headline about headless goat polo.
0: Yes. yes. Now that you say it, yeah. Tim sent me that same headline right. and then immediately apologized. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> is this too much? I'm so sorry.
1: Um, that's kind of a extreme headline. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Is that what it sounds like? Yes. It, it truly is. People playing polo with a headless goat?
1: Yes. Yeah. But consider that football was called tossing old pigskin around because they used pigskins. Okay. It's just culturally different. Fair enough. Yeah. So the World Nomad Games was started in Kazakhstan. I'm going to get that wrong a lot. (laughs) And it was kind of as a way to celebrate their heritage and celebrate this different cultural aspects of that region, um, it was started by, spearheaded by former Kyrgyzstan President Almazbek Atambayev, and the Kyrgyzstan government. The goal in 2012 was stated to the revival and preservation of the culture of nomadic civilization.
0: Wow! So this is not that old. Not that old. Of no. An event.
1: There's only been three of the World Games. That happens every two years. Wow!
0: Started in 2012. All right. So talk to me about some of the less. Horrible sounding things that happen at the Nomad Games. You mentioned something about sticks.
1: We're going to get to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the goal is the highly ethnic sports practiced in Central Asia. Central Asia being pretty much the stands Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan, which is not a stand, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan. But in, in 2014, a bunch of other countries like Russia, Japan, and other also compete. Um, so, as I said, the games were kind of invented in 2012, but the actual first games were in 2014 and they took place in Kazakhstan there was 583 athletes from 19 countries and there was 10 wow, sports wow
0: that is impressive for yep. a first time yep
1: but by the second time in 2016 there was 1200 athletes <laughs> Uh, 62 countries participated and there's 26 types of ethnosports.
0: sports. Oh my gosh. So this is really taken off. Yeah, it's really
1: taken off. It's taken off so much that I think they invented that term ethnosport ethno sport.
0: Uh, I mean, that's a very descriptive term. I is. I get it. And it makes me want to be a lot more respectful of my lack of understanding of someone playing polo with a headless goat.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's what got me, you know, my first flush was like, gosh darn, that's weird. But the more I got into it, I was like, oh, okay. I, I get it. So, The goal was the revival, development, and preservation of the ethnoculture and the ethno sports, diversity, and originality of the people of the world in order to foster a more tolerant and open relationship between people.
0: That's killer. Yeah.
1: The slogan of the Third World Nomad Games is united in strength, united in spirit. So, you know, you come together through sport, you learn someone else's sport, you play that with them, and a lot of the differences fall away. Super cool. Pretty cool, yeah. So, the last games was in 2018- where there's 2,000 athletes from 80 countries and there is 150,000 people watching. A third of them were foreign tourists. So it is, yeah, totally growing quickly. Um, okay, so you want to hear about the events?
0: I do. All right,
1: here we go. This is some good stuff. The sports are both unusual regional sports as well as more traditional ones like archery. Um, of course, we're here to talk about the unusual. You know, that's what of we do. Of course we are. Yeah.
0: It's our bread and butter.
1: Yep. There's something like 37 events going down and I'm going to spend about 10 minutes on each one.
0: <laughs> you lie nah, nah, you nah. lie! I'm not going to do that
1: So I'm going to break it down into some groupings So you've got your intellectual games There's traditional strategy games from the Kazakh Republic uh, Turkey and West Africa uh, One of those is Ordo A traditional game Ordo is one of the most widespread games in Kazakhstan, Having survived from ancient times to the present day
0: Neat yeah. And what is it?
1: Well the word Ordo refers to the general's headquarters of the Khan's palace And the game itself reproduces the fight to conquer the general headquarters it's played with rocks in a big circle. Cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. Um, archery is big. There's six archery events from the Kisirks, from Turkey, from Korea, uh, from Hungary. There's horse races, as you would imagine, out there on the steeps. Did you call it the steeps? I'd call it the steeps. Okay. Yeah. There's six types of horse races. There's races over long distance, different ages of horses racing, flat races, distance racing, and then there's wrestling. mono imano. Wrestling is huge. Um, this isn't like the wrestling we saw at Dragon Con, cam It's not a bunch of dudes in tights. Um, this is the real deal. It's universal. There's 14 different types of wrestling represented here because each country kind of has its own form. There's traditional wrestling and then there's what's called belt wrestling. Are you familiar with what belt wrestling is?
0: You tie a wrist with a belt to someone else's wrist.
1: No, you're thinking of... dance, dance, dance. Michael dance, Jackson dance. In and Yeah, <laughs> beat it. Yeah. Um, no, belt wrestling is a form of wrestling that is one of the oldest historically recorded sports. It involves contestants aiming to knock each other over by grappling with a belt. So you have a belt on and you're reaching around the guy and you're okay. pulling him by the belt and, as opposed to hands and arms gotcha. and legs. Yeah. This is where Gil- Gilgamesh comes in because he wrote about um, belt wrestling. In the Epic of Gilgamesh around 2000 BC. One of the oldest recorded illustrations of wrestling is a bronze statuette about 2600 BC. And in the 11th century, the scholar and philosopher Evan Senna spoke of this type of wrestling. So it's old. For the wrestling, you have the likes of Alish, which is traditional Kazakh belt wrestling, Mongol Bok, traditional Mongolian wrestling, uh, Gushtini Mili Kambar Kamarbandi, ancient wrestling of the Tajiks, Sisirium C- is a traditional wrestling from South Korea. And also they have sumo, the National Japanese Wrestling that we all know about. And I don't know if they have baby crying with the sumos <laughs> in this one, but
0: they Sounds should. Sounds inappropriate.
1: It does. It does sound inappropriate. So one super cool thing in my book is that the winners of each one of those 14 wrestling types, they open a spot in what is called the Great Nomad Wrestling. Great Nomad Wrestling is the kind of like the final championship of all the wrestling. It's kind of like a battle royale. There's not a lot of rules. The judges let them do whatever they want. There's no weight classes. Uh, As they say, after all, in ancient times, there were no scales and in the competition, the greatest bogaturs, which I don't know what that is, were the most successful. In them, only the absolute winner was revealed without defining the second, third, etc. places. And the winner of that competition is declared the great fighter. His name is written in golden letters in a stylized ancient book of the great winners of the World Nomadic Games. Pretty cool. Go down in history. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to that wrestling, they have tug-of-war arm wrestling and then they have Moss wrestling, which is the stick wrestling I mentioned. So this reminded me a little bit of toe wrestling hmm. vaguely, but you hold a stick about a foot and a half, two feet long. Um, you're sitting across from your opponent. You have a board in between you and your feet are on the board. You're sitting on the, on the ground, on your butt, your, your yep. feet touching
0: S- sitting on my butt. Where's the board
1: in between your feet In between your feet and my feet.
0: We each have our own board.
1: Nope. One board, one board, one board. Where's the stick? And it's in our hands. You're holding. Ah, I'm um, holding in the middle. You're holding it outside or ah. something like that, uh-huh. right?
0: Uh-huh. And yep. I'm trying to
1: pull you over that board.
0: Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're, so
0: we're doing like toe touches. Yeah. Like a seesaw.
1: Like a seesaw. Yeah.
0: That sounds so it's fun. A lot right?
1: of strength involved in that to pull you over a board, to pull yeah. me over board. Yeah. So that is called moss wrestling. So there's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of archery. There's a lot of horse play, and there's also.
0: A lot of horseplay, A lot of horseplay, yes. (laughs) A lot Um, of horsing around.
1: Yeah. yes. (laughs) Thank you. And now we get to a segment I call hunting with cool animals. Oh. Yeah. Do tell. Yeah. First up, you have hunting with golden eagles. This is called uh, Burkut Salu. In this type of competition, the eagles are used for two exercises, undok and churga. Um, And undok... The eagle is seated at a distance of 200 meters in the contest. The judge makes a signal, and the hunter tries to call his or her eagle to him, and they're holding bait. Um, The arrival of the eagle on the arm is considered to be an estimated time, so they time how long it takes the eagle to get to you. After two minutes it doesn't get to you, you don't get a point. Okay. Yeah. With the churga, the burkuchi, that's the hunter with the eagle, points his eagle in the direction of this plaster- Cast made the, from the skin of foxes. This cast is being pulled by a horse. The horse is galloping away, and the eagle has to fly and grab the dummy, grab the cast.
0: Oh my gosh, that's a talented eagle! Yeah,
1: very talented. Yes.
0: What am I doing? What is the person who's controlling the eagle doing in this you're, situation?
1: You're letting it go when it's time.
0: So you just have a Be very
1: well trained eagle. Yeah, you just have a well trained eagle, and you tell it to go get that fox.
0: Very impressive
1: cast. Yeah. So that is Burkut Salou. Uh, Also with the birds is Dalba. It's hunting with a falcon. Um, And this one, the falcon is also attacking a lure. Three minutes are given to each falconer to test the falcon. Um, The bird is trying to attack a lure, which is pulled by the hunter. The lures are made of partridge, pheasant, and pigeon feathers. And the judge notes how many times the falcon flew and attacked the lure. So this is like a multiple attack type of thing. Whereas the other one was a horse running away. This one is pulling it around and Letting it attack it a couple times. I
0: gotcha. Yep. What do you think people's relationship is like with their trained birds?
1: Wow, imagine imagine it's really close. Like there's it's really a definitely connection, right? Yeah, it's such a different animal. We can communicate with dogs on some level, but I don't know about communicating with a bird. Like yeah. birds just scare me.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. We have that in common. Oh right. I envy them the whole flight thing. Sure. Right. Yeah. But I'm terrified of right. them the claws are like, eh, eh. and the flapping wings around my face. Yeah. No one likes that. No. So speaking
1: of dogs, the last one I was going to talk about was it's called Tygan Zarish, and it's rock hound breed racing. Um, this is rock hound is a breed and the dog's agility is determined by the speed in which it runs for a distance of 350 meters. The dogs chase a dummy or a fox or hair skin, which is pulled at 60 to 65 kilometers an hour. And the dog is judging which dog finishes first.
0: And this is specifically one breed of dog.
1: Yeah, one breed of dogs, Rockhounds.
0: What um, are they like?
1: They're very sleek. Mm. Like, um, they look very fast. I mean, they're going sixty to sixty-five kilometers an hour. They're pretty fast, <laughs> incredibly fast. fast. Yeah. All muscle, you know, very thin, no, long no, nose. One interesting thing about this race: three dogs released simultaneously, and if your dog bites another dog, it's disqualified. Oh, good. Right. So, like, yeah. that's part of the thing is don't bite to the other dogs. Be fast. Don't bite. Good
0: roles, Good roles for life. Mm -hmm. For you. Right. Well, I don't bite anybody anymore. (laughs) Anymore.
1: Right. Especially not when I'm racing, (laughs) which I don't do. So that's the doing cool stuff with animals part of the show. I love it. And we're going to round out with a thing you've been waiting for, doing stuff from horseback. Okay. Yeah. The first one is called Ur and Nish, and this is the horseback wrestling of horsemen. Like when I looked at the picture real quick, I thought they were minotaurs.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: they're, they're shirtless men on horses grappling with each other.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, because um, yeah, you have to be strong. Your horse has to be very well trained and also strong, you know, so it's a total man and horse combo.
0: And you, going you're on. not, you don't want to fall off your horse. No. While you're doing this. It's reminding me of a pool chicken fight. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but the dude would be the horse and yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah.
1: These guys are uh, naked to the waist, wearing boots and pants of a strong material. They have belts called kujak tied around their waist and scarves around their heads. In the beginning, the wrestlers on horseback come to the center of the circle. The referee gives them the command, and boom, they start wrestling. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: The horses have to be very strong and hardy. They endure a lot, be even-tempered and maneuverable, and must obey every command. Wow. I mean, it's as much of a horse competition as Mm -hmm. the rider competition. To win, one needs to pull the other opponent from the horse, and as... Any part of the body touches the ground, he's out. Brutal. And I know you've been waiting for the goats. Okay. Okay. Now, this is called Coke Baru, uh, Coke Baru and Kirk Kazirk, Kuz- I still am saying that wrong, It's called, it means gray wolf. So, long ago, there was widespread hunting of wolves. Uh, when a group of men on horseback chased a wolf, they would overtake it, kill it with blows to the head of the clubs. And after one of the horsemen killed a wolf, he would put it across his saddle, and the rest of the riders tried to take it away as they rode back to the village. Celebrating, You know, we, we stopped the wolf. At some point, they replaced the wolf with a goat, which is probably nice. Um,
0: probably a little easier.
1: Probably so, yes. And I don't know why this goat is headless and footless, but it's just like a furry ball at this point. That's pretty just much.
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. So the riders are fighting for the carcass of the goat. It's necessary not only to take possession of it, but keep it and throw it in the Te Kazan, which is the goal of the opponent's team. So it is really a lot like Polo. And football, you know, it you, sure is. you're taking this pigskin carcass thing going downfield on a horse, throwing into the goal. Um, of course, the team that scored the largest number of goat carcasses wins.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, be sure to note that players who use alcoholic beverages or narcotic substances before the game are not allowed to play. Yep. Good to know. Got it. Not yep.
0: a big drinking part of the world.
1: No, it's not. No, but it's a very rough and rugged, brutal and proud part of the world. Yeah. And that, Kim, is the World Nomad Games.
0: Mind blown. Is
1: your mind blown?
0: My mind is blown. I'm going to need a little bit of recovery time Yeah, from this that was one. a lot
1: of stuff to cover. This is a good thing to note. Um, these games are not just about the sport. There's also a big cultural element to it. They have villages set up, uh, yurt villages. There's cultural events. There's dance. There's... There is
0: I love all of that part. That yeah. sounds wonderful. Yeah,
1: so it's one big huge thing. It's not just all sport, but Right. It's yeah. not
0: all goat carcasses. It's
1: not, no. A lot of beautiful things.
0: There's some snacks to be had.
1: <laughs> right. And if you want to go to the stands, um actually in twenty twenty it's going to be in Turkey.
0: Right on. Yeah.
1: Turkey grabbed hold of it and we're running with that goat carcass. If you want to find out more, you can go to worldnomadgames.com and that has all the information, all the sports and all the activities and everything going on with it.
0: Perfect. So Ted, do you want to start the calendar this week?
1: I do. Let's talk about the calendar for the weekend of May 25th and 26th in merry old England, we have the SLS World Tour London event. Skateboarding, Killer. street skateboarding.
0: What's the difference between street skateboarding and something else? I don't even know what to compare it to. Right.
1: there's bowl skating, which now they call it park, park skating because you skate in bowls, and there's all different types of bowls and right. pools and such. And, and there's is, ramp skating, which is dead. To well, that's you a, or that's that what they say. To okay. Keep for ramp skating dead. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, but street skating is rails and. Ledges and hubas and all the crazy stuff. Yeah. A lot of flippy flips and, that's awesome. and switch stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a fun one to see live.
1: Yep. And this is the they say it's the world's most prestigious skateboarding event. Maybe because it's in England. It's just fancier. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but yeah, that's going on this weekend in the Copper Box Arena. And that's in the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park.
0: Very cool. So back over stateside, this coming weekend is Memorial Day weekend.
1: That's right.
0: Memorial Day in the U.S. for our non-U.S. listeners is a day that honors people who died while serving in the military. Mm -hmm. It started as a really somber holiday. But nowadays, it is this rite of passage to summer. To summer, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people obviously do honor, especially a deceased loved one, et cetera. No right. disrespect. But many people thank also. Thank you to our have, veterans. Yes, thank you. Many people also just have barbecues yeah. and drink beer. Right. Most cities usually have a parade. Right. And we and
1: love a parade.
0: So that's something that anybody that's listening in the States, I bet you can find something fun to do this weekend. Right. I bet you could watch a parade.
1: And we were, I was just in a parade not a couple weeks ago.
0: I know. Yeah. I didn't get to be in this one, but Ted and I are in the same crew.
1: Mm-hmm. K-R-E-W-E. That's right.
0: It's the crew of optical delusions. Yes.
1: And we dress all in crazy black and white patterns and it was a blast.
0: It's so fun. Yeah. And um, would you call him... Our crewmaster? What would you call JP? I don't know. The guy in charge of the crew. I'm not a New orleans enough to know what that's called. All right. Somebody send us an email or Facebook us and let us know what the official term is for the person who runs like a New Orleans crew. Organize parade the crew. crew. Yeah. yeah. The chief? I like okay. chief. Sure. Yeah. We'll call him chief. Or captain. But one day, I'd like to have JP on the podcast. Oh, so yeah. So he can talk about parading and... Um, his history with New Orleans.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Right on. So what
1: do you have for me, Kimberly?
0: All right. Well, in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. it is the 41st annual Carnival, Carnival San Francisco. All right. Speaking of a parade, on the 26th at 930 in the morning, they have the parade of all parades. It's their grand parade. And it looks like something out of, well, Carnival. And Mardi Gras and all of those wonderful, elaborate floats and Big, huge costumes. Oh, my gosh. Fancy dress all over the place. Uh So, Oh, I love that. I know. And this is a free one. So if anybody's in San Francisco or headed there this weekend, please don't miss it. Do you have anything else?
1: I do. This, of course, is the weekend for the Kinetic Race, the Grand Kinetic Race Grand Championship.
0: We are huge fans. In
1: Humboldt, California, which we covered in episode three
0: that is true i distinctly remember one of our interviewees saying i couldn't imagine being anywhere else on memorial day weekend than humboldt california
1: right and you know what we have we said at the time that we were going to go and guess what
0: not this year and
1: now we lied no and they were so
0: kind and personally invited us and we are looking forward to it putting it on the list for next year yeah next year Fair enough. If you're anywhere
1: near Humboldt, California, go. It's an amazing race. Like they build these crazy contraptions. and You got to race over sand and water and on the road and you got to look cool. And it's all human powered.
0: Yeah. And it goes on for 50 miles. Right. It's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. And just
1: beautifully um, stunning.
0: Very, very cool. Yes. Listen to that episode. Learn more. Go to California. Go to San Francisco. Go to Humboldt. You can do a little California weekend. There you go. I love, it. I love it. All right, Ted, you got anything else?
1: No, that's all for today. Thank you, Cadillac Jones, for all the fantastic music.
0: We appreciate you guys, and we appreciate you, dear listener. Subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app. We would sincerely appreciate it. And if you do, then you'll get alerts when we have new shows, and we'll be able to keep in touch more. Right.
1: And also follow us and all the good stuff on the social medias. Um, we're still having the laugh competition sign up for that <laughs> ha, 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 ha. so we find out more about that on our instagram and facebook account
0: yep and, and our website which is rochambeau podcast.com
1: slash laugh for the competition part
0: indeed and if you guys wanted to do one thing for ted and i if you enjoy this podcast please tell a friend about it oh yeah yeah we want we want to know your friends yeah tell at least one well that's about it for this week till next time people goodbye <laughs>
1: We're going to get to that. Yeah. Back off. No. <laughs> little 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 harsh there. <laughs>